0: listening to Let's Be Honest with your host, Just Jonda. Welcome to Let's Be Honest with your host, Just Jonda. And of course, since we are talking about The Housewives is not complete without my podcast, Bestie. So we've got Missy here again. Hey everyone. See, I remembered the sound effects this time.
1: (laughs) I love the applause, all that for me.
0: uh, i know right now i'm like okay how does it go on? but okay it's... <laughs> yes so this has been a crazy week or really a crazy day right because so much nonsense <laughs> has been going on uh guys so much nonsense has been going on in and around the housewives world celebrity gossip all of that, that even when Missy and I were doing show prep, we were like off on several tangents, which we do anyway, Um, talking about, like why this is happening or why that's happening um, so we're gonna get you started with some of the behind the scenes tea with your favorite Bravo liberties and just some other stuff going on in the world apparently Kelly Price was never lost except to people that she didn't want to talk to <laughs> don't care next next <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, I had honestly really forgotten about Kelly Price, and I don't know what she's going through, but she should consider it a gift for her comeback because, you know, she's been gone for a minute. Nobody's been thinking about her,
0: I'm but telling now you,
1: everyone's talking about her.
0: I'm telling you, as morbid as this sounds, but has... It, Kelly Price hasn't trended since she became a, a footnote in Whitney Houston's death story. I mean, seriously, she sang with her the night before. So everybody, you know, I think there's footage of them doing the song. Um, what was that song? It was like about a man and what you do to me. That song. Yeah, I know the, the song. One she I don't
1: know the name, but I know the song.
0: Yeah, have it in our heads. So anyway, and, and of course, you know, like all black women at some point bring up, she was a friend of mine whenever there's some drama with somebody else, with somebody's man, but whatever. Can we just
1: mention that I'm a huge music fan and I have forgotten the names of all of these songs because (laughs) that's how little I've thought about Kelly Praiser.
0: Exactly. I mean, even her sister released music in the midst of all of that, all in the midst of all of this. So they better look and find some pre-COVID recordings she made so that they could put something out. Cause right about now, it's about striking while the iron's hot. I mean, I think she did um a remake of As We Lay, if I recall, maybe put that out. Everybody loves that song no matter what century is played in.
1: I guess. I guess.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, off of her, we're already talking about it way too much. So, next and now into some Bravo stuff. So, and a lot of this has really happened within the past several days. So, I'm going to go in order starting last week if you've been following the real housewives of housewives of Atlanta merry-go-round of foolishness as it relates to casting, because they just can't get it together. We started last week with rumors about uh, Kenya Moore and Portia Williams being out. Anybody with half a brain knew that that was not happening. Now Kenya came out within about, maybe about two or three days of the story not going away and said, you know, come on, guys. Obviously, I'm not going anywhere, and I would have said something. And if nothing else, if you follow Kenya, especially since she has Brooklyn, she is very interactive with her fans, um, both on the page for the baby as well as on her own personal page. That's probably part of the reason why people who are Kenya fans – really really go up for her because she's so interactive with her fans and but that's
1: all she has so she has to be you know well,
0: what i mean i mean but she works she stays working she's works on netflix and whatever one thing i could say for kenya is that okay yes she came on this show but it's not like she hasn't been working yes it was c-list d-list but she was a beauty queen it's not like we expected her to be you know at the oscars
1: Right. So this is her come up. So of course she's going to fight for it.
0: Yeah, but but a lot of people don't. And and I don't know if this is necessarily come up from C-List or D-List. I think that this Bravo universe is so big for those of us who are kind of a part of it and have stayed around with these shows for so long we actually forget especially given the current ratings of all of the shows that in the grand scheme of things it the number is actually very small i mean most of these shows are barely breaking a million now in its heyday no doubt real housewives of atlanta especially given that bravo is a cable network for them to have like four million viewers or um I think maybe at its height in a a couple of episodes, like when they were really going at it, um, may have even got close to uh, six million. But again, these are still niche audiences of loyal fans that just stayed with the shows, which is what's hurting them now that um, the audience is falling off because you just... They they are in a they're in a situation where they're not getting new audience members. They're just is just as the old audience members fall off, you just have what's left over.
1: But without being on that show, her sponsorships and her appearances will dry up.
0: Oh well, I'm not saying that is that yeah. isn't the case, but I'm I'm just saying that you know she. You work and you just try to make it happen, but for sure. But uh, to her credit, like even when she was doing nothing, she was always in a hair commercial. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) I mean, from the time she won that crown, I don't remember a time straight through the 90s, possibly even into the early 2000s, where Kenya Moore kept a hair commercial. I I can't remember if it was suave or whatever, but I'm not hating because I had. Well, you know.
1: You know, Vivica Fox, she turned that wig line and a bad dating experience with 50 Cent into being in every other Lifetime movie. And, and, black and, and considering
0: how scary she looks, God bless her. So so anyway, um, so Kenya came out a couple of days later, was like, it's not true. Wasn't a big thing. I know that she's, her and Mark are still, uh, dealing with some court stuff as recently as last week. So she basically came out, said it's not true. And what about her business? Portia hasn't said anything, but we know why that is. Portia is trying to be the new needy, new NeNe when it comes to the contract negotiations. And everybody figured that out. First, all the blogs used it as clickbait to say Portia's not coming back. We know that that is a crock of crap. What it is, is that Portia... Is using uh using the leverage. However, sad in my opinion it was that the season that last season was largely on her back because of being on her back. Um, it, it was, and what few viewers they had, it was because of that messiness, which was largely because of her. And then you end the season, and. This bombshell happens, which I'm sure Bravo was not thrilled about because, remember, they got rid of Kenya for doing something similar, as in marrying Mark and, and not telling them. And... Um, So they know that they need to that they need to bring her back. But from Kenya's perspective, I mean, not Kenya, from Portia's perspective, if I come back and I know that a mate that the other women don't even have to try to have a storyline, their entire story can be is going to probably be taking me to task. And I'm not saying they shouldn't taking me to task because of my new life. Then you're going to pay me for that, because obviously not only are people going to be watching to either hate on their fave or cheer on their fave. And, and I'm talking about like Kenya and Marlo um, for coming at her about it. There are also uh, there's going to be other people who are just going to be watching out of the sheer curiosity of it. Of uh, seeing, how, is she going to have this man on the show? How often? What are they going to be showing of their lifestyle? Um, what have you? Um,
1: well, so, I hope she. I hope she doesn't overplay her hand.
0: I agree. with Only you, because
1: on that. I don't think that the there will be people watching. But as you noted earlier, you know viewership is not growing, and they're not bringing in. Mm-mm people to make it grow. You're talking about people who we watched and watched literally well 14
0: years ago doing the yeah. same crap.
1: Yeah, so I I I mean I hope she doesn't overplay her hand. I hope she doesn't have an unrealistic sense of the value her value to the franchise because
0: Of course she does. His portion.
1: But you're playing a real life game with your life. You know what I mean? Not only
0: are you playing a real life game with your life and and Russian roulette in terms of this money, you have to remember that as quote unquote important, quote important, unquote, uh, as you think you are to this show, when Nene leaks, the reason why you have a job in terms of what she brought to the table. Uh, putting Atlanta on the map. I'm not even a Nene fan, but I'm gonna acknowledge and give credit where credits due. When she played a game of chicken with them, she's play- and Nene play game of chi- a game of chicken with them, and we watch every single season. And they met her demands, but the viewership is not there, which means the money is not there. And they right. when they started chopping, they didn't start just chopping off like the you know just some of the chaff they started chopping from the top they were they were like Tamara boom vicky boom nene we're gonna put you on you know per episode and cut your episodes down oh you want to keep playing with us well then i guess you're just not going to be here and if the show sucks without you hell it sucked with you because her last two seasons she was an asshole
1: they had and nobody two-
0: really wanted to film with her anyway
1: they had to send a message, but Vicky got it confused, too. You know, oh, her, boyfriend, her boyfriend was one of the many randoms that ran for governor of California oh, in God, the don't recall eat. election.
0: He is, like, are you talking <laughs> about the one who pretended to have cancer or the new boyfriend?
1: Because I know she had a boyfriend
0: that ran for governor. I just get them mixed up.
1: It's the one who's the former cop who just looks like The worst Uh, ever. Yeah, Yeah, him, not Brooks, who at least you could laugh at Brooks. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was a joke. uh, Yeah, so this this new one, who looks like he probably was um, raised going to lynchings and picnics, um, and probably has a don't tread on me flag, like flying from his um, waterfront property somewhere. Yeah. So
0: it's, it is, it's, it's crazy. I just, the whole thing is just nuts. Um, by the way, you all, you may have heard like some stuff in the background, people in my house decide to talk to me just when I am recording. So (laughs) it it always
1: never fails.
0: but it's kind of like when kids start talking to you right when you get on the phone. So, (laughs) but. Um, but anywho, um, yeah, so I, I agree and uh, with the overplayed hand and I also think another reason why she needs to be careful is, remember, she already has a spinoff that's supposed to give us some view that'll probably be very manufactured and fake into her life of whatever at this point, love and activism and but we already saw this, it with, and- We already saw it with Dennis.
1: I mean, now it's just uh, another guy. Remember, she had that limited series.
0: Yeah, well, that was and that was supposed. Yeah, and that was supposed to be focusing on the pregnancy, but of course, it it wasn't just a birth special. We saw a shower and whatever. Exactly, and so where's and I I think if they keep changing it in terms of the rumors, I know initially at first they said like three episodes. Now I'm hearing six because I think it was a deal that was in the works before the whole Simon thing came up. So then of course, once the Simon thing happened, then it was, I think I could imagine Bravo would have been like, okay, we can expand this and give us more. But I think that what probably happened and what's ultimately gonna happen in their relationship in my opinion is that, Simon wants even more attention than she does. Right. Like that big, that dude big time wants to be in in the limelight. Like you hear more from him than her. And you're like, "Who are you again?" Uh um, Right. And,
1: and but there really, are I mean, There's such a thing as male groupies. I oh, mean, let's sure. be clear. Let's be clear. And and they might have money sometimes.
0: And with him it goes beyond groupies. Like I think he wants to be like he wants to be her in terms of being the one in this position. You know, I mean I know that people throw the narcissism term around a lot so I hate to do it but when you watch the way this guy maneuvers, the different wives, the things that the wives have said about him not just uh the most recent one even the way that he moved uh when making his transition or whatever you want to call it to porsche um just just the way that he's always too much of too much on uh on ig and again we are talking about a 57 year old man who's supposedly a businessman. That's very strange, but anyway, they're going to give us way more opportunities to talk about them later on. I, you know, I it's not a show that I review because, like Potomac, is not one I can stomach watching anymore. But we can't help but keep up with it from in terms of the Bravo Liberty universe. But anyway, but the real stuff that's going on. Okay, so we talked about um, Kenya's not going anywhere we know Portia's not going anywhere. Um, at, by the end of the week, they, um, the rumors were out pretty much every outlet was saying that they, uh, Atlanta had cast They're not. I don't think there was 100% clarity on what her role was going to be in terms of full peach holder or friend of the show. Um, But there was this woman, Sonia Richards Ross, who is an Olympian. And she is married to former NFL player Aaron Ross, and he's also an announcer. So, this is someone who, unlike a lot of the perpetrators we've seen over the years, coming into like atlanta or potomac it looks like there is actually some money here which is what we are supposed to see with our housewives the only question is uh, well the thing is okay there may be some money but who is she connected to because it's always whack when you have someone who really doesn't have um, a friendship or a connection to somebody on the cast and a real one, not just the uh, someone was chosen to introduce them. Cause we know all the shows do that. Um, Atlanta in particular is definitely works better when there are some relationships with at least somebody. I think Kenya is the rare exception because she's a professional who knows the assignment. If nothing, if, if you can't say anything else, we know that about her. Um, and that, and that her ability to do that comes from a different place, but most regular people, non showbiz people, whatever, can't do that seamlessly. quality? Well, right. So that's a little concerning if this is actually true because she may come with the things but it could be it could possibly be a Dion snow effect. Um or
1: or it could be like what's happening in Beverly Hills where you have Garcel who is clearly just kind of randomly there and she really does have to do a lot of heavy lifting.
0: Yeah, she does. And I think part of that, um, it was, is that Garcelle did have a connection, but the person that she was connected to was loosely connected because Garcelle and Denise Richards are like genuinely friends for a number of years. like She still talks about it. That's not some fake friendship. If there's anyone that had a fake friendship with Denise, even though they supposedly were friends for years, is the person who practically ran her off the show, which was Lisa Renner.
1: Right, um, right.
0: But, it, but you're right. Now, without Denise there, excuse me, without Denise there, she's kind of a woman without a paddle. I mean, it does seem like there's there's a nice kind of connection going on with her and Sutton, but I think her and Sutton' situ there, what looks to be uh, some relationship going there, was sort of born out of a situation. But it still seems, but it's still mostly on Garcelle because Garcelle seems to have the more congenial personality. So right. definitely that. So anyway, so that's her. Now this is where stuff gets real funky. First thing this morning, the rumor mills went went nuts again. And this was literally every blog, every everything. I'm getting a little feedback. I'm not is that me or you? Let me see. Let me I'm gonna Ooh. talk. Okay, it seems like it got better. Sorry I'm about that. <laughs> the minute me. you Okay, it was it's better now. Um, so apparently a rumor came out that Akon's wife and all it said, because of course, when it comes to these people who really are like no name people, but again, have the proximity to money and all of the, all of these things that still makes it work to be on a housewife show until we get to know you. If the things that you have are based on the husband, then obviously you're just going to be so-and-so's wife. I mean, Dion Snow, we know her name now because she did a season on the show. But when it started, she was so-and-so's wife. So that's the same thing with this one and why it got so crazy and actually pretty funny today. So the rumors was that Akon's wife was going to be on the show. Now, Akon is big name in the music industry. Is he more like a rapper, I guess? I don't know. But big name He's
1: a in- rapper, but he's black famous. Yeah, you and he,
0: well black actually, fans. no, Akon is it you know what? Akon is big time on the producing side of things because his brother is the guy who was with Tracy Ellis Ross for a number of years. So it's no, like a- I,
1: I hear you, but can you go to the supermarket in Manassas and go up To oh, well, no, but and say, Do you know Akon? and she will not know, but but if if it's to Stacy, she would be like, Oh, yeah, Akon. But, but you know what?
0: If when you're talking about hip hop, there, depending on where you are, even if you're universally famous, if it's hip hop, people may still not know you. And I think, and from with Akon in particular, he does if I recall correctly unless there's some stuff that has gone on recently he has been more on the production side and the business side of things for a long long time yeah definitely like, i don't recall him like he he definitely came out made a splash whole 9 yards and did his thing but I think that even among his peers, what he's known for is the business end of it. Very rich, um, you know, has a whole thing going on in Africa that people are talking about. I think I can't remember if it's involved with the cable industry or whatever, but also known for philanthropy and and stuff as well. So, you know, big time. And I think that's probably part another reason why people don't give him quite as much of a hard time with this whole women thing which we're going to get into <laughs> so <laughs> this woman comes out named tamika Tiam, t-h-i-m and she comes out she's like look i am akon's wife his one true legal wife <laughs> in the united states which missy and i immediately got a kick out of that you have to actually qualify that because now My it's nature. like what is the You know, it made me think of the Joy Luck Club, like first wife, second wife.
1: (laughs) Yes, but she's the one true wife.
0: Yes, she's like the
1: the number two false wife, I guess.
0: Exactly. So she said, or, or maybe for the purposes of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So she said, as far as she said, and I am telling you, so her words she chose very carefully. She said, and I am telling you that Akon's wife his real wife is not going to be a cast member of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So even when she said that, (laughs) the way that she said it was strange because then people were dissecting that as well because it was like, just be like, hi, my name is Tamika. I'm Akon's wife and I'm not going to be on the show. but."
1: But is she the one real life only in the United States? I don't know. Is there another real wife in London and another real wife in Lagos?
0: Well, and that's, that's that's what people are talking about because apparently Akon has been very open about the whole multiple wives thing when he is in Africa. And I do believe it is uh, Nigeria, Um, but that he's been open about it, uh, about that whole thing. So That, of course, because of what she said, just like, you know, when we talked about the Kelly Price thing, when you don't just nip something in the bud, everybody, everybody's business starts coming out. And that's the same thing with this because of the way she said it. Then for the rest of the day, you know, not (laughs) only was there a debate about, well, is the heifer going to be on the show or not? because her statement was weird then it was well while we're at it let's talk about akon and his 57 women (laughs) you know i don't know how many women he has so by this evening thanks to love b scott who always comes through in the clutch right i'm getting i'm preparing for the show and i mean we're literally like in our 30 minute pre-show time and i was just going to Google to make sure that I had the correct spelling of people's names so that I could try to phonetically pronounce them. And here's B. Scott saying another one of Akon's wives. And I don't get me to lying, but apparently here in the United (laughs) States, her name is Rosina Negusei or Negusei, N-E-G-U-S-E-I. How would you say that, Missy?
1: I have no idea. However, she would want me to pronounce it.
0: Well, we're going to call say. her Roz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: When I see R-O-Z, you're, we're calling you Roz.
1: Look, we were we were kidnapped from the homeland, so we are not responsible for proper pronunciation.
0: We are no? not. Her name is yeah. Roz. And if okay. she does end on the show, that's who we're going to call her. Yeah. So this wife... I guess, because I don't know why your wife. Okay, let me just finish. His wife, Roz, who has two kids, boys are gorgeous. Um, This is all on, you can see them on Instagram. Beautiful family. She is the one who is reportedly appearing on the show. No word yet, again, whether or not she's going to be cast or if she is going to be um, a friend of the show. But one thing I I can say, and we've seen this happen before, we certainly, one of our more recent examples, two seasons in a row, we saw this with The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with Mary Cosby originally the first season um, we found out, we saw her as a full snowflake holder when the show started, but it became clear that she wasn't always there. And we're not just talking about the fact that she's loopy, but as we got more and more information about the ladies in the sh- and the show, um, it, it, our understanding was the show went, um, well, first of all, two different production companies worked on that first season. Mary was sort of a friend on the show. I think they were kind of bringing her in through. But Jen's nobody
1: shop. really wanted. Nobody really wanted to hang out with Mary.
0: No, Do like, you want to go grab a drink with Mary? No. no. And and I no. don't even and I don't even get the impression because of the way that she is with the tights and whatever. I would bet she doesn't even drink, which makes her even more untrustworthy to me.
1: I don't so, think she does. I don't think she does. Yeah. So
0: so, so she I'm definitely not hanging with her. So anyway, um, <laughs> I just don't trust her. So yeah. next. So. Uh, She as once the second production company came on and probably found out as much about her as we began to find out as well as just seeing the TV gold of a hot mess that is Mary, she was upgraded to full snowflake holder. Same thing happened with this season with the girl Jenny, uh, although we think that part of that, part of them upgrading her was that they realized that sooner or later they were gonna end up having to replace Jen Shaw when she goes to jail. So <laughs> so we and and because the Real Housewives of Atlanta has not actually started taping yet we suspect that what will happen with any of these random people that they bring into the mix is that they're not really going to tell us what their role is because they don't have to. This show has not even begun to tape yet, which also tells us a lot about the um, difficulties that they were having with casting and Scheduling right. and all the different right. things remember, going on because they Christopher... usually start taping within like three weeks of the reunion.
1: But remember when Christopher Williams's wife was supposed to be someone?
0: Absolutely,
1: they teased that, but it never happened.
0: And and Tanya never quite became a full uh, peach holder. Yeah. Although I think with Tanya, what happened is. When things sort of went south with her and Nene on the her first season when because remember she came on as a friend of Nene and by the time they went on a cast trip, Nene was berating her about her own boyfriend. And uh I think she I, I got the feeling that Tanya bit off more than she could chew. And then her I next so season too. on, they said that she opted not to um, not to be a peach holder because I honestly think that they would have given her a peach because they're determined not to give one to Marlo. So I <laughs> so I really think that she that I do believe the story that she opted not to have a peach that she had too much going on in her life and whatever. And then of course once the whole situation happened with the taping with Bolo and then. Her basically right herself and all right. of that. Then she never even came back to taping, and because she's not a full cast member, she's like, oh, oh well.
1: So is she still with her man?
0: Um, I guess. But seriously, we are what. It, it, they, she's. I'm assuming she's in my or Nini's age range or somewhere in there. Uh, she's definitely not one of the youngins. So, right. uh, you are fifty and you have been engaged to someone for twelve or fourteen years. That's not an engagement. That's just. a he was a,
1: already uh, relationship. He was. He was also already outed. Trying to exactly. hire people.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's not an engagement. Whoa. Yeah. You're yeah. too old to be engaged uh that long at that point. When you're that age, you get engaged just long enough to plan the wedding.
1: Right. Right.
0: I mean, you're it's one of those situations where, you know, when younger women get engaged, the first marriage and when people are like, "When are you getting married?" I don't know. We've only been engaged a few months. We're still figuring that out. When you're their age, when you're their age, literally the day after you get proposed to and they're like, "When are you getting married?" Oh, we're getting married. Like like Cynthia, we're getting married 10 10 20, you know, 2020. Right. Like right. you know, yeah. Cynthia knew when she was going down the damn aisle cuz she know what time it is. She knew with yeah. Peter too. It was just a hot mess once they got married. So anyway, Roz is supposed to be introduced as a friend of Sheree. Now there's been a lot of back and forth about whether Sheree was coming back, but I'm gonna take it from this that she's coming back if she's the one who is sort of introducing this person. And I guess with Sheree, maybe if if Sheree plays her cards right uh bringing somebody for us to marry so we could see you marry tyrone <laughs> i mean seriously that would be smart
1: that would be smart but because i don't what think else
0: does she have
1: remember this is the woman who had the fashion show with no
0: fashion Uh, Well, yes, but I also, this is the woman who every time she comes on the show and she uh, is not giving what is supposed to have gave, she doesn't have a job anymore and has to go through the whole rigmarole of getting her job back. I mean, this is what, her third comeback on this show?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the same woman who was building a chateau. And her son had a name on the floor. (laughs) And 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 her son's mattress was on the floor.
0: Okay. And that's a big boy. Yeah. And mind you, Chateau in her mama's name. Is the Chateau even done? And if so, who owns it? I don't know. Say what you want about more matter. At least it belongs to her. (laughs) And then
1: then it was even questionable when she was having the, the phone calls with the locked up guy.
0: Well, he's out.
1: Right. But what I'm saying. Is oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It
0: was all questions. He's out and they're together. Girl, these Atlanta women will have us going down a rabbit hole. We are 35 minutes in and we haven't okay. even gotten to the show. We're supposed Let's to talk focused. about. Now, Let's that doesn't mean that the show gave us more to talk about, because if it did, we wouldn't have spent this much time on everything else. So as far as I'm concerned, it's not totally our fault. This I mean, talking about not giving what it shouldn't have gave, <laughs> this was one of them. So everybody, if you came just for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I'm going to give it a little pause because I'm even going to be nice to you all and put in some time stamps. So I'm going to give us a little transition into the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with uh, my little Real Housewives of Salt Lake City song. I just love this because it just reminds me of being in Salt Lake City. <laughs> okay, so now on to Real Housewives. I mean, of Salt I really Lake
1: have City. to laugh at that, but I mean, in some way, if 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 DC is going to have the Go Go beat in the background, okay. <laughs>
0: makes like, me think of music i would hear in a ski in a ski lodge <laughs> when i like, found it i was like because i said i can't use my regular let's be honest john uh let's be honest music for that i feel like i need some kind of bouncy skiing music so
1: <laughs> i mean it's bad it's basic and that's what they all are that's why well and there you go basic. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season 2 episode 3 I don't know what the title of the episode was. I don't really <laughs> care what it was. I think if I had to give it a title, I would say the title is Mary and Meredith's fashions. <laughs> That's what the, it would It be was the for.
1: highlight. It was the highlight.
0: Absolutely. Because I think that Mary is, is I don't know if she even realizes how funny she is.
1: No, I I think she does. I I, I think she does. Like she knows her assignment. She does.
0: Well, sometimes. Yes. I think, well, put it this way. I think she definitely knows what her assignment is when it comes to the women because she doesn't give a shit about any of these women (laughs) not at all like okay fine her and Meredith and Brooks have this little thing going right now but like literally the following week she could absolutely not care and I don't think like Meredith could show up and and be like, Mary, I've decided that I hate you. And Mary would be like, (laughs) okay. She
1: did did such a black woman thing. So everybody else is going through mental and emotional knots over this Meredith, Jen Shaw thing, right? And they're having these side discussions about it. Mm -hmm. But Mary's gonna be like, why don't you just tell her? You gonna see her say it to her face.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and then and even before that point, when <laughs> Meredith was talking to her about it, Mar- Mary is clearly the type of friend that <laughs> it, you're not going to talk about the same thing over and over to her because right. because you could first of all either she's gonna fall asleep like she did at the reunion. <laughs>
1: Right.
0: Or, or she's going to say like what she said in the confessional um well no or did she say it to Meredith when they were talking when she was just like um she said something to the effect of when they were talking about friends or whatever and Mary will say it in a minute cuz she said it before she's like I don't have friends like that
1: she says I don't it do all that. the time
0: she's but like you
1: know I don't she orchestrated that fight And then she didn't even show up for it. (laughs) You guys think it's hilarious. She knew it was going to be a fight. She said, girl, go there and fight her. Go fight her. Exactly. Although we know that
0: Lisa was browbeating her into coming in as well. Um, Right. And and of course, if she didn't go, she really wouldn't have had you. You can't just do a scene with Mary for an episode because it could end up on the cutting room floor. Right. Let's be
1: clear. Let's be clear, though. Lisa was like, oh, you can go and express how you feel and we can all make up and move on. No, Mary was like, no, no. you Mary.
0: Yeah. Mary's the sister. Mary is the one like, no, no, I got your back. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hit her. Hit her. And then you turn around and Mary gone. That's, she didn't that's, even show up. <laughs> exactly. If you hit her, I got your back, girl. You show up. You got your braids in, your Vaseline on your face. You ready to get it popping. And Mary comes up like, girl, I ain't got time for that.
1: I don't do ice. I don't do ice. I don't that do is, fish.
0: Yes. And remember, I don't th- and remember, even when they went skiing, Mary was the only one that, at least from what I saw, remember, like, it, maybe second episode, first season, and they went skiing. Mary don't ski. She was like, you know, she's like, I might have been raised in Utah, but I was somewhere smoking weed. I wasn't right. over skiing. Mary, like, my family owned a chicken joint, a church, and a beauty salon. I wasn't skiing.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, Heather's walking around nowhere near a ski slope with ski goggles on her head the last episode.
0: But that's yeah, a whole
1: other story.
0: Um, Heather, I just, I, I can't even look at her. And I don't want to, it, it, like, shame her about her looks. But she did that to herself. So I don't feel bad talking about it. Like, mm. that, God didn't do that. She did
1: that. No. Yeah, I know. But you know what? People are lining up to get that done. I don't oh, understand absolutely. it. But she said her business double.
0: Oh, absolutely. And these people walk in and they like there's prototypes like do you want the Kardashian? I mean, do you want the Kindle? Do you want the this? Do you want the that? And 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 that's why they all end up looking alike. It's really freaky. I'm like, Well, did you all walk in did her and Jen Shaw walk in and say they wanted to look like Herman Munster? Like I I don't understand what they asked for. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, uh, guys, we started with Mary because the first scene, I think it was Heather and her daughters talking about the same stuff with college. blah blah blah, done. Next we get, we find out that apparently Mary and Brooks became close in between seasons that doesn't necessarily sound right to me. It sounds like maybe Meredith and Mary got together a couple of times and Brooks just happened to be around. Plus COVID was in the mix of all of that. So how much getting together, but then again, this is Colorado. That was one of the places that wasn't, they weren't really.
1: No, no, no. Meredith needed, Meredith needed someone who was willing to sit down for extended periods of time and bash Jen Shaw. Yep. She did not have that in Lisa, not in Heather, or Whitney. Like they weren't willing to do that.
0: Exactly. Not
1: for hours at a time. No.
0: Exactly. So, and then you've got uh, you've got Brooks there, and you know, and and I could see where he would find Mary interesting. Uh, she's if if nothing else, she's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I would love to, I would, I would, you know, try to tolerate some kind of acquaintanceship with Mary just long enough to get in that closet of hers and figure out what the hell is going on.
1: But girl, you know, in real life, she said a prayer over him and started speaking in tongues.
0: Uh, she absolutely did. She okay. absolutely did. I just want to was...
1: clear about that. So that's why I'm not buying any of this. And He was like, Who is this oh, crazy I'm not lady? buying any of that? I want either. the coin, so let me go ahead with this.
0: Yeah, and the type of church that Mary is that Mary is running, uh, it, it, let's just I'm, I'm gonna try and be as polite as possible about this, but let's just say they would be trying to pray away what him yes. and Meredith yes. are, are pretending is not the situation with him,
1: yeah, that so that's that whole thing is interesting to me too. I'm not buying yeah. it. it is I, I it. think,
0: yeah, it's, it's all about filming, but when, but talk about the editors, the editors on this show are right up there with the shade as the editors on Potomac, although the Potomac editors need an award for the stuff that they do. Um, I mean, they, un, unbelievable, but the editors last uh, with this one, um, sometimes get it right too. And last night, with gosh, that feedback. Last night, they got it right. Uh, Wait a minute, could you try muting when you're not talking, see if that helps? Sure. Yep, I think that's what it was. Okay, so the editors last night got it right when it came to um, this, when some shady production assistant asked Mary, what do you think, about Meredith Marks fashion and then in the at the same time we're showing pictures of Meredith dressed like the monster in the Bugs Bunny movie that Bugs Bunny was combing his hair that time um I mean her sense of fashion is like is like right up there with Giselle Bryant
1: but it's still better than Mary.
0: oh well yeah (laughs) Um, and Mary, the thing is, she's got the right names in in terms of the designers. And because of, you know, how, what she's done to her body in terms of being uber thin and whatever, obviously she can fit the clothes, but she's not buying the right stuff. She's buying the stuff that they throw away and, and leave in the back room that never makes it out to the showroom floor. So you got the Versace that Versace didn't want. I don't, you know, like somebody went digging through Versace's trash and and sold that to you,
1: or to off You know how you go in off and you find something like,
0: yeah, I who's I who's don't know. This? And then the way that she accessorizes and whatever, like she can't put on one Chanel necklace; she's got to put on all of them, and then she wears the tights <laughs> and whatever. It's a mess. But that being said, she still wasn't wrong when she was when they asked her and she said Meredith's style is um, it's, uh, it's it's Meredith's marks.
1: <laughs> yes, but someone with a post in their eye can still look and see the post in the eye of another. And I think that's the situation that we have there.
0: Now, speaking of Mary, Mary started some beef on um, IG this week, and I'm going to read this the best I can because Mary, as we know from when I would post her stuff last year, is is challenged when it comes sometimes to uh, grammar. Looks like she's gotten a little bit better, though. So she is upset with Whitney. And I can't remember what it was that Whitney said last week, but Whitney was very upset about it because she's like, whatever it was, Whitney feels like Mary took it wrong. And based on what it was, I I tend to um, agree, at least in that particular um, instance, that it was not meant is whatever, however, big, 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 how and ever. We don't know every single thing that's said because we're talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours that are recorded chopped down to these 60 minute episodes. So something went on and Mary went on uh, Twitter and said, talking about Whitney, she said, she's lying with a straight face. She's also very racist. Take that one to Twitter, Whitney talk truth about you lie and we have never been friends you simply don't even understand friendships
1: maybe whitney is mad that mary couldn't save her father
0: well this is what uh some the real housewives uh franchise twitter says i think maybe this is um what they were talking about. It says Mary Cosby slams Whitney Rose as racist and that she took advantage of a woman at a club after Whitney said that Mary won't talk to her during a recent interview posted, um, on something. So apparently, um, Whitney said something about Mary not talking to her. Maybe this was remember when each of the when Mary and Heather were asking each other, like, have you talked to this one? Have you talked to that one? Did was Mary one of the people that um they asked each other, well, have have you talked to Mary? I think she I think she was.
1: Because remember recall. they were like, Have you
0: talked to Meredith? Have you talked to whatever? But at any rate, she she straight up, yes, she did called Miss Whitney a racist and a liar.
1: I can't wait so, to so, see how, I mean, I think they all probably have questionable views on race because- Well,
0: and, and look where because, they are. I mean, right, right. The, I, there was already one woman who was supposed to be the other housewife on this show is probably who Mary replaced. In fact, um, said Mary said that bitch is crazy. Um it was in fact, remember the episode? Um it was the very first episode where Jen went off about the whole grandmother smelling thing. Which <laughs> just so cracked um, me
1: up. I'm sorry.
0: Yes. Okay, so that uh, there was a woman who came to the party. She was like, she was blonde, big hair, dressed real wild, whole nine yards, and she was clearly a good friend of theirs because she was one of the ones who she, in fact, she was the woman who came into the bath into the bedroom when Jen was having a meltdown and had a birthday gift for Jen because she's like, I thought the party was for Jen. I
1: remember her. Yes, I remember her. That
0: woman was actually supposed. to be on the show that's why she was in such an intimate setting with them and some stuff had come out about her and um her husband and like just stuff that they had said in terms of being big time Trump supporters. And given that this show was just starting, you know, obviously producers didn't want that smoke. So that's the rumor about um, that particular that particular woman. Um, And I
1: I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. that like the Mormon church, like only within the past. Maybe decade or two. Mm hmm you know, finally came to some conclusion that dark skin was not a sign of sin in a past life.
0: Oh, absolutely! Because right. at uh, Brigham Young, you weren't supposed to be, which was really funny. Like how you know, then RC three comes with a Becky, who's who was actually a Becky, whose name was really Becky. But uh, <laughs> that they didn't they didn't allow mixed race dating, and that was well after Loving versus Virginia.
1: Right, right. So these women, many of them who were raised Mormon and are Mormon royalty and who are our age, they were raised in that culture. So, I mean, even at best, I think some of them are self-aware and are distancing themselves from that. I mean, they can't help but know that they're gonna engage in some microaggressions at a minimum well, here, she here is. and there.
0: Uh, Sarah MacArthur Pierce was her name. In fact, she, um, they said there was even uh, a point where Jen and Whitney spoke out because there was some questions about whether or not she was at the, um, whether or not she was at the, uh, Capitol Hill rides, uh, AB7 show, uh, wants to call in, uh, do you have a question that you want to call in and talk about? I mean, we take call-ins, but I still need to get a sense of what you're going to call in about. We're talking about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. Um, in the meantime, while uh, ABC types, uh, the other piece was, okay, so let's go to Jenny and Dewey. Now, you and I talked about this in in our show prep. Um, Jenny and Dewey. If you all watch the show, first of all, I'm so in love with that little munchkin of theirs. Both of their kids are cute, but that little girl is just uh, she is just something else. Um, and uh, but the their main piece uh, was very serious, and it was about Dewey's uh, alleged insatiable need or want to have additional children, and. The um and uh as you said, you talked about and, and uh Missy for the audience, Missy said that she thinks that this is put on. And I I all I can say is I hope that it is, because if it's not, this really is a marriage killer. I Especially felt like actually putting so- this on the show.
1: I felt like it was so fake. I feel like this woman needs a storyline. And so that's going to be what it is. Um, I'm not buying.
0: And it does seem to be something that's really personal to come straight out of the shoot with um, so early in your tenure on the show, especially when you've got these beautiful kids, this nice home, and clearly she's not a shy person and she's not afraid to kind of just get into the mess and mix it up with the women about their mess which is fine in my opinion for a new character as long as we get to see some of your home life we get to see you know that you've got the money to hang with the women and and, in some clothes and this and that maybe go to work with you a couple of times i don't mind you just getting into the mix of the rest of the cast and whatever drama if there is any that happens with you it it we see it emerge organically. Every character does not have to have drama. It makes the show very stressful, to, any show really. I mean, and this not just uh, reality shows, but even regular shows, it, it can make a show very stressful to watch for a viewer when there is no light moments. But um, I will just
1: say this with her and um, we can put like a little placeholder here when we get to it later. She jumped right in the middle of that Meredith Jen Shaw Lisa thing. Like,
0: oh yeah, I she mean, she and that's her, my, and and that's my point. She is apparently she doesn't have in a problem doing that. So don't don't try to um, force it with something that is very ugly uh, uh, about your household you have kids who are gonna see this you also have the fact that because this is a very triggering issue that you will have the world hating your husband now if you plan on if this is your segue to divorce and you don't care that everybody hates them because you hate them then, I mean, I guess, have at it, it's still your children's father. So I don't know if I would do that. But if that's how you roll, that's how you roll. But this this issue, let's say, let's walk with them, if you will. Let's say that it was true, that despite the fact that it came so, like, in your face, like, y'all don't have absolutely nothing to talk about except for this on camera, um, which most men would know way better than to bring up something of that nature, especially if you've already talked about it and they know how you feel about it. And then, and not only to be having that conversation, but to then go a step further, which is a big no-no again for a man to be like, well, I've been looking into it and I, you know, and I've seen that there are some other options and whatever, and you have a wife of a certain age who's already had kids and nine miscarriages, you literally have to be insane whether you're on a TV show or just in real life, you have literally got to be insane to look a woman in her face and say, well, I mean, you know, I've, I've done some research on, you know, on some options or some alternatives, unless one of those is for you to carry the baby and give birth to it. There's no option that makes sense when I'm over 40 already have two kids and had nine miscarriages. And by the way, I don't want more kids anyway.
1: But it's a potentially profitable platform, and it's been done before with the Megan from, you know, the skinny blonde woman from Orange County, and with um, the two on Potomac, Monique and Ashley.
0: Yeah, but it's not a good... But, but with Monique and Ashley, they wanted kids. This is a, this is a situation, and that's my point. This is a situation where what makes it uh, triggering and problematic is that, and, and that's why I'm saying it's not something, this, if if this is pretend, you hate this man, because this is something where there is, he looks like the, the like by the time this is over, he could be the most hated man in the world next to Chris from the from Married at First Sight season twelve, because you literally have a man who appearing to be browbeating a woman into having more children when she a has them b doesn't want anymore c is of a certain age d has a doctor uh is telling is saying you know what doctors are saying about the possibilities in terms of my health. And in E has had nine miscarriages. There's no good way for this to for this to bode well for him. Like after that episode I had or after that segment, I had to like do some deep breathing
1: right but when you're faking you don't realize how deep it is
0: well exactly and that's what i'm saying if they're faking so be it but it is still a horrible way to fake if you're gonna fake the storyline you would have been better off doing it melissa gorga style where you were faking an attempt to get pregnant or a pregnancy altogether. And then it turns out it didn't work out. Oh, we tried the IVF and whatever, whatever. And we watch you go through the journey and whatever. We go through the highs and lows with you. That um, That is very effective because we know that there's so many women who can, um, who can identify with that, that if you're going to fake a storyline like that, that would be the better way to fake it. Or even if they just did the, or even if they faked it and were like, we're just a couple who are not agreeing on whether or not to have additional children. Is the but once you bring the health into it and the additional mis and, and the, the miscarriages and stuff into it, that's just if if it's fake, you've taken it way too far. And if it's real you know he's just an idiot. Uh, she hates you, and you're going to end up with a divorce anyway. So
1: I agree. I agree. I
0: mean, and and remember, he's he's a doctor. I mean, it's you know you have a reputation uphold. Don't you have clients who are women? And you and I both know women. let I mean let's just call a spade a spade. For those of you who are white listeners, you might get mad, but so be it white women in particular think it again we're gonna by virtue of privilege that they have a right to walk up and say to you say whatever the hell they want to you so it would not be beyond the realm of imagination that he would have some white patients who would walk up to him women in particular who would walk up to him and go how dare you have said that to your poor wife and blah 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 as if they know him right We might think it, but we wouldn't say it to him. But there are some, there is an army of Karens who would not only say it to him if they were one of his patients, there are some Karens who would make it their business to find out where his medical practice is and go tell him.
1: Well, he's striking a chord, but he doesn't realize the chord he's actually striking. Exactly. We'll just see how it plays out. If
0: he has social media, I would be very interested to see what, uh, what kind of feedback he got on his social media after that. Cause that was really bad. Um, and, and I'm glad that you, you know, you are like, I think for me, because like you said, it strikes a chord. I've been through, uh, issues in that realm. So I, it it immediately struck a chord that I just forgot about all that we know about reality TV and the fact that this crap is but that whole thing was probably totally fake. And that is why it's that's such a dangerous direction for them to go in because even people with common sense, there are just some things you don't f with.
1: Definitely. Definitely. So
0: Okay, so finally the coup de grace with these people because again the episode really was not that good and as usual we're actually giving it more of a show than it deserved. So <laughs> So, okay. Um I don't recall cause again, it just, there was nothing that stood out to me. I don't recall there being much other than in the middle, um, between, uh, Dewey and Jenny and ultimately them going on the fishing trip other than, you know, Jen just kind of telling everybody, you know, we're going to go on this fishing trip. Do you want to go? Um, the thing that and stood out
1: all your details, all your personally identified. Yes, <laughs> girl.
0: That was, I was getting ready to say that stood out to me when she said to Lisa, yeah i'm gonna need your eye color your hair color height weight and then she said date of birth and your <laughs> for your actual legal name i was like i literally was sitting there as if you were sitting next to me when i was watching this episode like you can tell her all your business if you want to <laughs> she ain't the one you need to be telling all your shit to.
1: no <laughs> Not at all.
0: Because <laughs> remember, this was pre-indictment.
1: <laughs> that was crazy. Well,
0: as we know, the indictment was in place but since 2019, but it was sealed. But yeah, she ain't the one you want to be sharing all your business with. Sorry, girl. So, <laughs> So ultimately, the ice fishing trip, you know, there's always some manufactured things to bring everybody together, just like when they do cast trips well we call them cast trips because that's what they are but on the show they'll call them girls trips or couples trips you know trips that a group of people who hate each other would never take together so this was one of those occasions but mary was like i know my job is secure because i'm crazy mary so i ain't going
1: (laughs) but she started the fight though she definitely
0: mary was like to the producers look i'm the only black face y'all have up in here And, you know, I already know that my backstory is a whole show unto itself, even when we're not talking about it. So I know that my spot on this show is secure. I'm not going on the ice with a bunch of white women so that I can end up being (laughs) like that lady that went to the slumber party in Georgia. And everybody was everybody would live to tell the story the next day. But her.
1: Or the black lady from the LuLaRoe documentary who's like, I'm not going on the boat with all those white people. Uh,
0: Boom, that was Mary. Mary was like, go ice fishing if you wanna. So (laughs) she's like, if there's a person of color that goes down in that ice, it won't be Mary Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) So basically we knew that, I mean, Nobody cared about the ice fishing. Okay, it's a bunch of people in snowsuits sitting around a hole in what have you. I thought you sit in a cabin. That's where I always saw it on cartoons, but whatever. So they're so they're fishing in a hole. Uh Jenny was actually talking about she was trying to get some fish. I mean, I don't know, like do you catch fish? I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, we know that the main reason for this was to put Jen Shaw and um, and Meredith in the same place at the same time because her and Heather had already made up. Her and Whitney haven't uh, haven't really spoken, but Whitney, as we know, isn't the type that is gonna make a big deal out of it. And I don't think it's because she's scared of Jen. I don't think that that is. I mean, I think that Jen makes her nervous. She said that last spring, but I don't think that her not saying anything is because she doesn't, it's because she's scared of Jen or anything. I think that Whitney does not care the way right. that Heather does. So I don't think that this is about fear or whatever. I really think, and I, I totally got that impression even when her and Heather spoke, like If we talk, we talk. If we don't, we don't. I know that we're going to end up around each other eventually. And it is what it is. And Jen wasn't really Whitney's friend per se. They were, you know, they were cool, but Whitney's cool with everybody. I mean, that's just kind of her relationship with everybody. Uh, The only one that I guess she's friends with is Heather, but that's because she's her cousin. Um, and I didn't even get the impression that they were all that close. They right. they have obviously become closer as the show has gone on because you and which we saw by the time we got to the reunion, because they were putting a battery in each other's backs, you know. Tag teaming people, but other than that, this is not Whitney's group. She's younger than them. She d- doesn't seem to have anything in common with them, and that's not any shade to Whitney. I mean, she's thirty, and the rest of them are like forty and fifty. It's just like whatever. But they had to have um, some kind of
1: Mormon connection if it was going to be Salt Lake. So,
0: well, exactly. And 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 again, her and Heather are you know they are cousins. They just you know it's just like whatever. Um so anywho, um they so how did the how did it start? I mean, I think it's just the same old, same old. It's it just the same
1: argument over and over. I think yeah, the only
0: difference was instead of them of having instead of them talking to other people about it, they were literally saying the exact same thing that they said to other people to each other. Um, Jen did exactly what Meredith knew she would do, and she, I would, I kind of expected her to do, but still threw a hissy fit anyway. Like, how many different ways? Does like wasn't this a whole thing at the reunion, like how many different ways does she have to express to you that she feels that whatever apology she (laughs) made was enough, which in fairness and now this is and, and this is on both sides. On the one hand, I get it. I apologize to you. You don't have to accept it. That's that's the great thing about it. You don't have to accept it. You don't even have to think it's sincere. That doesn't mean I have to keep doing it until you decide that you like the quality of the of the one I gave you on Tuesday as opposed to the one that I gave you on Monday. However, on the flip, so that is a point for Jed. However five points for Meredith is even if I were so inclined to take your apology in whatever form you made it that I don't even think is all that great to begin with. But even if I were to accept it in the spirit of moving on, I see where there has been additional likes of things since the apology now i could be mistaken but i believe that is what meredith is saying is that correct
1: right but how many times can someone say i don't care about you or your son at all
0: well and and, and that and, and that is it and i think that that is where um and that's where we have to be so um no i was just trying to get a hold of what each of them are saying and I do and I believe that Jen is saying I apologize I apologize five times twenty times or how how many times I am I supposed to apologize to you? And but Meredith, then she
1: also said which we touched on um, that wasn't me that was the person who does my social media. Well, no, media. that was that
0: was later when and that's why I'm saying that's when Meredith said the other part where Meredith said you say that. But you continue to like more tweets after the apology. And then that's when Jen said that wasn't me. So that is the part where Jen, you're claiming that you apologized and you may have. But even if she was inclined to, you know, try to go there with you on the apology, you continued or your so-called representative, continued to like tweets of that nature, even after the apology. So your apology, it means nothing. Now, I didn't think it meant anything in the first place, but it definitely don't mean shit if you're still doing the same thing.
1: Right, and Meredith is so like, she knows an apology won't do
0: well, so, I think part of it is not just the apology, it is stop the behavior.
1: But you cannot control the behavior of others, and that's well, what it, makes it, the show well, exactly. so interesting.
0: Well, exactly. And I think, well, and it's, and it's all of the housewife shows, right? I mean, it's because this kind of thing comes up on all, all, all the time. Yeah. I mean, the whole notion of apologies and who apologizes to who and how many times they apologize and when they apologize and all of that is like, uh, is, is runs ad nauseum on Potomac in particular, the, the, in fact, this Jen and Meredith situation, Puts me in the mind of uh, Potomac and not just this season. I mean, they're there every season, there is some long suffering need for somebody to apologize to somebody.
1: Something stupid that was said. Well, exactly.
0: But in this particular case, um, as much as Meredith gets on my nerves, the whiny voice and the fact that she just operates like she is, like I said. I'm not saying she's on the dolls, but if she is, I want the prescription because right. that is a mellow ass chick. So um the uh so that's pretty much where it was so meredith gets upset she you know disengages as she does again i don't have an issue with her doing that there's some situations where you get tired of somebody walking away in this particular instance because meredith does get up and walk away but in this particular instance have no issue with her doing it because you're not getting anywhere this is not someone that you're ever going to get through to um so now we're up to Jenny. We're to where Jenny jumped into it and you know said her piece.
1: So I was shocked that Jenny, who we don't know who she is, nobody knows who she is, pipes up, well, I have somebody run my social media too. And I'm like, why? Who are you?
0: Well, I, and, and, and I saved this part of the discussion for us on the show because I think that this is just something that all of them claim that they do just to seem important. I really think that this is just something that any of these uh, reality show people do. To seem important because we see way bigger stars. People like Cardi B who absolutely do their own social media. There's, there's some of these like legit bona fide star stars, like A list and B list celebrities do their own social media. Some of them to their own detriment, where you're like, somebody take that person's phone. So the, the but I will say this about that in um, me and uh, a stylist, were talking about this, uh, you know, our, our favorite stylist from the F and but I won't say her name. We were talking about this yesterday. Um, it is fairly consistent. And of course her being a stylist, she runs into this because of, uh, you know, having to do the hair and makeup of these folks. And, um, but I have heard it over and over again. And, and of course have met, uh people and we've talked about this reality stars if we want to call it that the people who operate in this reality realm are the worst they they operate and then we're talking all the way down to like the cast of big brother where there's like 30 of them so unless you won why do you think we know who you are Or like the people from The Bachelor, you know, where they become a part of Bachelor Nation, you know, and and they're like, uh, and it's like, do you forget that they, there's like 25, 30 contestants each season? So they're, and the show has been on for 20 seasons, so there's a gazillion of you, but they are, most of these people are known as the worst people to deal with. I think part of it is because they, like, even in their minor celebrity, act the way they think stars are supposed to act. You know what I mean? When it when actually most real stars don't act that way because they know that the word will get out and people won't like them, unless they're like people who have ascended to the levels of Barbra Streisand or something, in which case, You know, people may talk about the fact that they have to make the entire room white, but they're still going to do it because she's Barbara.
1: So we can just agree that this chick might just be
0: delusional. Well, they're all delusional. Okay. But... That being said, that social media comment aside, I was not mad at the fact that she jumped in. There was a lot of debate about this on YouTube last night. I was not mad about the fact that she jumped in because I always feel like if you're going to sit up and, and make my whole day about you and y'all, y'all yelling and screaming and stuff in front of me or whatever where I can't enjoy myself and get in some time edgewise, then I'm assuming that I'm a part of this. So if I choose to get involved, I can. You've made me a part of it because you won't go and take your bullshit somewhere else where it's not disrupting me. And I also didn't think that what she said was way out of order in the sense that, I mean, yes, she was yelling it, but I also think that that was just a function of everybody yelling where if you're going to stay, stay. If you're going to go, go. If you're going to stay, then that means you're going to move on and we're just not going to keep doing this. If you're going to go, then just go. Either you're going to forgive her or you're not. But if you're going to forgive her, then we just move on. And I think part of that was just out of her own frustration of the fact that I just had to sit here and listen to this and and you just said that you're going to you don't leave because now this one has stopped you and instead of you yelling about it over here now you're yelling about it over there
1: well meredith is not that rational so i think we're just going to see more and more of no. this go so yeah, none of them to- are
0: rational and i think what's gonna what we're probably gonna see happen which i i don't mind once we get into post indictment i think what if the previews are any indication, but it's always hard to tell because we know how they cut this stuff up. But it looks like whatever sort of quasi truce we have, like okay, we're not effing with each other, but if we're around each other, you know, we're just gonna do what we gotta do and get our checks. Um, I think that what is gonna kind of turn amp it up again is once the indictment happens, and then how the rumor pieces sort of break down around that. Um, And then, of course, I think we will see some of the real reason why um, Mary has some of this anger towards Whitney as well, because uh, if the if I'm understanding from the previews uh, creative editing, notwithstanding, Whitney seems to be a part of the conversations that are going on with them finding information out about Mary. Because remember, one of them was sitting with the cousin. And I can't remember if that was Whitney or Lisa, but I do remember Whitney saying something about, well, is it a cult or whatever? So um, we're definitely going to get some good Mary stuff. And if we're not going to get to uh, post indictment Jen stuff anytime soon, then hopefully they won't make drag out whatever the freak this is going on right now and just jump into the Mary stuff because I'd be happy with that like I because I would choose, even though I we think, talked about it behind the scenes it was never fully fleshed out on the show
1: I think there's a gold mine there like that could oh. be its own show
0: Oh absolutely and and that cousin depending on how what kind of edit they give him like and how much they let him do his thing he is a piece of work he is definitely um trying to get his whatever little bit of clout he could get out of this because he was something else even on the the interviews that I saw of him last year when he was spilling all of her tea on season 1 he gives all the bells and whistles all the finger snaps the yes and it, yeah you're going to get all of that from him plus the the full t because he's not like some extended family type cousin he is like you know first cousin was raised in the house with this one or that one type cousin right plus being uh, you know, being a part of the church until he left and and what have you. And then just based on what you and I talked about earlier in terms of our knowledge of churches of that nature and their feelings about um the LGBTQ plus community, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a bit of an axe to grind in that regard as well. I wouldn't be that either. may not be part of his conversation because He's not, that's not the focus of what he's going to be talking about, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little of that underneath as well. And if they gave him crap for that, I am mad at him.
1: Well, I mean, you know, they did though.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if that you know was a part didn't. of it and that is it, it, that's part of what he went through with them. So that contributes to why he is not, you know, on some, let me keep the family secrets or whatever type stuff. Plus, even without that, you're never going to have any love <laughs> with the family members when money comes into play. And of there course, is, man. and, and, you know, there are issues about who got the money and who didn't. And there and that's big time in their family, because there was like, you know, full on lawsuits and, and all of that. And, um, I can't, I think I may have, did I mention this last week? I may have mentioned it when we were talking offline about how, you know, when Mary said last year, when they, when she talked about her and her mom not being closed and she kind of threw out that bomb to everybody on television, that part of the reason why it was like that first confessional that her and, uh, Uh, old homie did together sitting on that couch and she said the reason why her mom doesn't speak to them is because her mother wanted to be the one to marry Robert and uh, there is a lawsuit that her mother uh, won against Robert for I think like one I'll I'll pull it in time for uh, next week just in case uh, we get into all of that because I did an episode on this like a year ago. But um that's all that like
1: squabbling over money and all she's doing with it is buying ugly chairs. Yeah.
0: Well it was like well over so a million dollars fashion. because there was all kinds of stuff with like a mortgage thing going through the church. And so the suit was against Robert and the church secretary and it was a whole thing about him squandering the estate. And uh the judgment was in the mother's favor so uh you know there there may be i'm sure there is a multitude of reasons why you and your mom aren't speaking among them you marrying uh your grandmother's husband or as i like to call it your step granddaddy but (laughs) but among the uh but on top of that since the nobody else ended up getting any money and there being all of that drama and the church splitting and her mama starting her own church and then the lawsuit and turns out that the mother was right about the squandering and all of that because the court found in her favor uh There's a multitude of reasons why you and your mother are not speaking. That is not to say that you probably need to reconcile that because if your mother leaves the earth before y'all work that out over some BS with some money and you marry your step granddaddy, then shame on you.
1: Where is the step granddaddy? Where is he in Florida? I need an address. I need proof of life.
0: Uh, Well, exactly, because the last time somebody from that family was in Florida for too long, they ended up not coming back, which is and and that was the grandmama herself, the one who uh, apparently started all this craziness with, (laughs) you know, having these kids and bringing the younger man into it and whatever, because grandmama wasn't like old as bejesus when she died. She was like 66. Like she was younger than my mother when she died.
1: Yeah, Yeah, she was like
0: 66. And because it's really funny, because the grandmother is like, was basically this, give or take a year, pretty much the same number of years older than Robert that Robert is of Mary. Because she's like 22 years older than Robert. And then Mary was like about 23 or so when her and Robert. You know, got together and, and you know got her divorced from the first husband and then got to and and then got married because he's Mary's second husband, not the first husband.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing was is just sick
1: i'm a step-grandparent and i just find the whole thing to be really
0: uh hello <laughs> like morgan freeman and his grand, uh step-granddaughter i'm not
1: marrying my grand remember that whole
0: crazy mess
1: i'm not marrying my grandson i love no. him he is my world he's adorable but i'm not marrying
0: Uh, Exactly. And even if he wasn't your grandson, like, what would you all have in common anyway? He's like, you know, umpteen years younger than you. We do like
1: TikTok. We do watch TikTok together as lifetime psycho movies. So we do have stuff in common, but you (laughs) can't build a marriage on that.
0: Me and Addison love to talk about, like, we have theories with the Lifetime movies, like which which names, we know, like, which names are probably going to be, like, the killer ex-girlfriend, which names are, like, the nice people. Like, usually on those shows, um, you definitely can't trust a David or a Matthew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh rachel's are typically suspect Um, definitely
1: you're right uh, about the rachel name yeah.
0: yeah taylor's suspect um you could you're usually okay with a rebecca um you know you're usually okay with an emma but there's certain ones where like we even told her brother like jordan's Interestingly enough, which is great because those are her brother, Jordans do tend to be like the nice guy that they, that figures out the situation and he's trying to stop the killer, but they get killed. They're like, they're the best friend that gets killed. Yes. They They either get killed or they get stabbed and end up in the hospital and (laughs) by the end, he, they're like, we didn't know. And he's like, I was trying to get there to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way another nigerian show i just started today i'm loving it Um, uh, almost 30
1: i gotta watch it it'll be on yes. my leg.
0: almost 30 and then 50 is a great one too So, yeah. But anywho, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in because last week we talked so much like the system cut out on us. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had as much fun as we did. I've actually got to come back in a few minutes and just give an update on this R. Kelly thing. God help us, but (laughs) but (laughs) thank you all again. And um, we're gonna be here every week. And just so much more content to come up, especially with ready to love getting ready to start in a couple of weeks. All the advanced tea I have on that is delicious. So, <laughs> um, and make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Be Honest JJ. That's L-E-T-S-B-E-H-O-N-E-S-T-J-J. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the daily fun on the Fashion and Drama Diaries on Facebook. The link is in the information box about the podcast and also for this particular episode episode. And you can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on every network, but I would really love for you to go on Apple, leave us five stars and a review. You can also subscribe there. You can subscribe on Spotify and iHeartRadio as well. Melissa, do you have anything else for the people?
1: No, just thank you for having me. And oh, we didn't give week, our grades. Everyone.
0: We didn't give our grades for the episode.
1: Oh yeah, well, I mean,
0: <laughs> I think we have an A plus for gossip. <laughs> yes,
1: A plus for gossip, but the episode was C minus.
0: Yeah, I I was gonna say I'm I'm. Yes. Yeah, C minus is it was if it wasn't for the Mary, um, the Mary Meredith Brooks thing, it might have even been a D. But Mary saved it with her shade on <laughs> you know, Meredith's fashion,
1: Meredith's fashion and setting up that fight. Uh, yes, oh, yeah.
0: she set up the fight and then didn't show up. That deserved <laughs> a bump up just for that. <laughs> so, and because Melissa enjoyed her applause, I'm going to give you all a hand clap for hanging in with us. So, see, is that a nice, respectable hand clap? Sounds like the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to, I just like to use them. But okay, so I'm gonna play our outro music because we're going on the slopes. And always remember if you're thinking about it and want to talk about it, chances are I'm thinking about it, want to talk about it too. So let's be honest together. I'm over here dancing to the music. Uh, 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 uh.
1: It's too funny. I know.
0: (laughs) See, it mentioned, I'm telling you, you could be in a ski resort. Okay, bye bye, everybody.
1: Bye.